Lord this morning. Oh, come on, are you happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? God has been so good. He's blessed us so much. So let's worship him in spirit and in truth. Let's lift him up. I know you guys know this song. So when you see it, I want you to sing the words out like you really mean it from your hearts. Thank God for his amazing grace. Come on, sing together now. Who breaks the power of sin and darkness? Whose love is mighty? And so much stronger, the King of glory, the King of all kings. Come on, who shakes the whole earth? Sing it now. Who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder and leaves us breathless in awe and wonder? The King of glory, the King of all kings. Hey, this is amazing. This is amazing. Yeah. 
so much. You're so worthy of our praise. From the rising of the sun till the going down of the same, you will always be worthy. Despite our feelings, despite our failures, despite our emotions, God, you are worthy to be praised. God, you love us so much. You look past our faults and you see our needs. God, you see past all of the mistakes that we've done, all of the problems that we create, and you say you love us. And so this morning, we thank you, God. We know the rain's raining out there, but the sun, S-O-N, is shining in here. And we praise you, and we lift your name on high, for you are worthy to be praised. It's through your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Hey, you may be seated. We've got a video for you to watch. Hey guys, Celebrate Recovery is for anyone. It's not just for drug addicts and alcoholics. So if you're suffering from a hurt, habit, or hang-up, come out to our cookout Sunday, September 9th at 1 o'clock right here at Salem Fields Community Church. Maybe you just want some more information. Hurts, habits, and hang-ups, come join us Sunday, September 9th at 1 p.m. And September 9th is today, and they're going to turn it into a little bit more of a cook-in be due to the rain so you can just join them in Rubicon Cafe after the 11 o'clock service come back for that for more information about Celebrate Recovery welcome here this morning we're going to take a second here to welcome the Sounds of Liberty from Liberty University they're an amazing group of very dedicated college students it's hard to believe when you hear them singing like that and praying like that that they're in college and um, it's my alma mater so that's they're gonna turn out great if you didn't already know that, but they're dressed a little bit different than I had a dress there. I had to wear a dress. I had to carry a ruler to make sure my skirt wasn't too short, which it never was. And of course, but hey, times are changing and so did Liberty. They're gonna be out at the table after um, the service. If you'd like more information about Liberty or just get to talk to them, they have some music out there and different things like that. So check that out after the service. Um, well. We're glad that you're here this morning. We're going to take our tithes and offerings in just a few moments. The buckets are going to come by during the next song. If you're a guest, you don't need to feel obligated to give in that. Um, but there's several ways that you can. You can go on the app, which you can download from the App Store. And um, Salem Fields, just look that up. And um, you can do check, cash, um, credit card machines are out there. But um, just drop that in as the buckets go past if you're going to do it that way. Um, connection cards are in your program. If you take a, just a few moments and fill that out, um, you can can ask us any questions that you have, prayer requests, um, any information you want about Salem Fields, just fill that out and drop it in the buckets when they come past in a few moments as well. Um, if you have your phones, if you're on Facebook, we'd love for you to check in at this time and just let people know that you're here and it's not too late to tune in online or to come join us at the 11 o'clock service and check out Sounds of Liberty. Be a great opportunity to invite somebody here to do something a little bit different than we normally do. We're, um, just let them know how awesome these kids are. Yeah, I got to call you kids. I feel like a real old lady today. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> um, and I saw myself in the mirror this morning, too, so it's like, you know, it's a little humbling. But um, if you're a first-time guest, we also have some uh, gifts avail a gift available for you out in the lobby. There's a big sign out there, and um, more information is available there. You can um, talk to whoever's standing at the table this morning. <laughs> Um, well, just a couple things we want to let you know about. We have a Pathfinder Mentor Program that we're starting um, at Smith Station Elementary School. Um, that's going to be through our children's ministry, so more information is available with Michelle um, or anybody from children's ministry at the guests, um, the kids' check-in table that's out there. You can stop by there at the end of the service, but this program is, I've got to read it a little bit because I don't know a whole lot about it, but this is going to be designed for kids who just need a little bit more attention, extra love, that type of thing. 
thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, they're going to have a lot of things that they're doing with them, like um, they're going to do Taekwondo classes, art classes, music, any skill that um, you have that you feel like you could share with a child and just bring some um, love into their life. We'd love to have you partner with us during that and just um, be a mentor to these kids. I know it's um, a great thing that they're doing back there, and Michelle would love to give you more information. So stop by and talk to her, or you can email children at salemfields.com. Um, tonight we have our Back to Basics class starting at 6 o'clock, and that's um, almost done. But if you haven't been to that before, you don't need to have been going to that to check it out tonight. Um, and I'm not sure what the topic is, but it's a class that's designed to give you more information about things that are in the Bible, like um, Jesus, things about Jesus, things about sin. I don't know. Um, Adam and Eve, maybe. I don't, are you taking a picture of me, Trent? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you should have seen Trent last night. He was dressed up. He was, like, perfectly respectable. It was crazy. <laughs> I'm, like, fumbling my words up here. If y'all don't know what Back to Basics class is, you haven't been here for, like, eight or nine weeks, so that's too bad. Um, we also have Men's Advance coming up in a couple weekends. It's going to be at Jamestown, Virginia, and they have a great time doing man things like fishing. Um, I don't know. Archery? What do, what do men do? Clip their toenails in inappropriate places? Yeah, whittling sticks. Um, it's fun to be a man, it sounds like. Um, so there's a table right in the small lobby as you're walking out. You can stop by and check out more information. I'm hoping they do more than clip their toenails, but um, build sculptures from the toenails maybe? Is that I just wanted to see what would happen if I said that. Okay, um, so it's going to be awesome. This is probably my last service doing announcements, by the way. <laughs> and the last thing is we have celebration service coming up, which is where we do baptisms, child dedications, great time of worship, communion, different things like that. Um, so if you would like to have your child dedicated or if you'd like to be baptized, fill that out on your connection card. Or you can email info at salemfields.com. Thank you. Let's bring back the real reason we're here, right? All the world. 
It's good to see you guys. Wow. Is that, is that a group or not a group, huh? Now, here's what I want you to do. The next time somebody says young people in America don't love Jesus, I want you to buy a video of this group right here and show it to them and say, um, by the way, there are still young people who love Jesus and worship him and praise him. and They're all over the place, uh, people just like them. But I'm so proud to, uh, so glad that we were able to have them here today. It's a great day to be here today. I know the rain uh, always rains on people that uh, uh, keeps them from church sometimes, uh, but it's a good day to be here or be online, and we welcome those who are online. We've, we've had lots of people online this weekend, and they worship right along with us, and so we're glad to have them here as well, kind of, right? Let's say hi to everybody online today. Hey, guys. It's good to see you today. We're glad that uh, you're here with us. You know, I think we had uh, about 140 at uh, 9 o'clock on uh, worshiping with us online. Had 100 last night, and I don't know how many now, but I'll know later. <laughs> I get a report. Anyway, I just wanted to, something else I wanted to tell you about. I got to get going. Uh, Redskins won't start their march to Super Bowl till 4:30, so don't be, don't worry. <laughs> we got plenty of time. We got plenty of time. Super Bowl, here we come. We start this same place every year. Man, New England fans, this is not your year. <laughs> There's not such thing as a cowboy fan at Salem Fields Community Church. <laughs> I just want you to know that, Jimmy. Uh, anyway, let's get off that. Today is a great day in Smithfield. Y'all know all about Smithfield, Virginia. God gave us a church there to restart and refire up and do ministry in the community. And, uh, you know, uh, you many of you give to rebuild and Today, they're doing a soft launch of their first worship service, and uh, we're excited about that. Yeah. The, what I mean by a soft launch, they're going to have 30 or 40 people that are gathering, and they're going to begin to do church, do worship. Uh, we're going to do some training on, on children's ministries and ushers and greeters, and they're going to get all their people in place. And then in Jan uh, January, middle of January, we're going to do what we in church world call a hard launch. We're going at it. And uh, we're believing that God is going to do a great thing uh, there starting today. Uh, we're going to bring in Scott Humston, and he's going into three elementary schools in January. And we're just going to invite all those people back for uh, stuff on the weekend, on Saturday night and Sunday. And so if you'd continue to pray and continue to give to rebuild uh, so that we got the funds to do what we want to do. We're hoping real soon... Speaking of rebuild, to uh, kind of knock this place out over here and make another place for students, a little bigger uh, place uh, for the senior high and uh, middle school over here on Sundays because our ministry is growing. And uh, we might just build a building over there or something. That's what we hope to do. So you keep giving and uh, we keep giving, keep trusting God and rebuild. We've got enough money pledged if it all comes in that we can build a little building. So I want to tell you about that. Gay's in Spain with her brother on a no regrets trip and uh, they're having a great time. So thanks for being here today. Now, I don't know if you know this about me, but I don't like, I really don't like to dress up. <laughs> the greatest day of my life uh, was when uh, Salem Fields decided to drop the dress code and I could take my tie off. I mean, gosh, I started to minister about 30 years ago and I was a youth pastor and the pastor made me wear a suit every day. I had to wear a tie. Even on Wednesday nights when we had youth group, I had to wear a tie. 
uh, it, was, it was a terrible thing in my mind. And because uh, I don't believe God meant for us to wear ties. Uh, if we did, we would have come in with a tie on, you know. Uh, but anyway, I'll never forget uh, here. What did you say? Somebody say something? Yeah, I got clothes on. Uh, and you're glad of that. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, you, Kim, you always mess me up. Anyway, the great day that happened was the day that we, uh, we uh, did a survey in our community. We went out and surveyed people that didn't go to church. We went door to door. That's the scariest thing in the world for me. We went door to door and we said, why don't you come to church? You know the number one reason people didn't come to church? Because they didn't want to dress up or they didn't have the clothes to dress up. I said, praise Jesus. We'll start a church where you don't have to dress up. Amen. <laughs> and, and we did. And, uh, and uh, people started coming and I could get rid of the tie. And it's been a great day since then. You know, I have, uh, I have one suit. It's a dark suit. I have two ties. Uh, I, wear, uh, two, I wear a happy tie to weddings and I wear a kind of a sad tie to funerals, you know. <laughs> and if I go to a happy thing, I wear a happy tie. If I go to a, where I have to wear a tie, if I go to a sad thing, I wear uh, my black tie. And, you know, and I got a couple of ties, but they, they're useless. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, but you know, I've come to realize, though, that uh, in our culture, clothes still say a lot about a person. Mark Twain said, clothes make the person. He said, nude people have little or no influence on society. Would you not agree with that? Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, dress for success is still common advice. You know, the fact is most of, most of us, if not all of us, we give a great, great deal of attention to what we wear, and we tell you, pay a great deal of attention to what is in style. Now, however, there's a major problem with that, and that is styles change, and they change quickly. And they, are also, uh, they also vary from place to place, from the places you go. That's why many places still insist on a dress code. It may be sad and, you know, it may even be wrong, uh, but people do judge others on the way that we dress. The good news is God doesn't look at how we dress. And the good news is God's style has never changed from the beginning until today. It's been the same. God is not concerned about what you wear on the outside, but God is certainly concerned about what we wear on the inside. You know, God wants us to dress like Jesus dress, dresses, and the, his dress code can be found in Colossians, uh, Colossians 3.12. Let's read that together, okay? Ready? Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. So God does have a dress code, and it's found right there. And so today we're continuing our series called dress code, and we're looking at the, uh, at the dress of kindness. Now, I uh, used some illustrations from an article in Christianity Today for this message, but you know, if you were around in the 1980s or early 1990, you may remember these. Anybody remember that? Anybody know what these are? What? VHS tapes. How many of you don't recognize these? Yeah, we're too old and they're too young. <laughs> but anyway, these are huge. Uh, th these are huge reels of tape, videotape, 
that contained movies or home videos or whatever. And when you wanted a movie, you had to drive downtown or drive someplace and go to a blockbuster video place uh, where you could rent these VHS tapes. Now, I just heard this week that there's only one blockbuster uh, video place left in America. So, uh, so this was before these things, these videos, uh, VCR tapes, they were before the ease and demand and the convenience of Netflix and YouTube and Hulu and all the other doo-doo stuff that they uh, put uh, movies on today. These tapes are now archaic. I mean, they are history, much like the Cowboys. And... Uh, <laughs> They had to be rewound. They had, you had to rewind these. You watched them, and then you would rewind them before you could return them to Blockbuster or to the video place you rented them. Now, if you were to rent one of these tapes, there was a sticker on the top, and what did it say? Be kind and rewind. Be kind and rewind. Now, I, I guess people... Even in the 80s and 90s, they were so self-absorbed and self-centered that they could not be uh, trusted uh, with this common courtesy uh, uh, to rewind their video tapes. Now, the humorous part about this for me is that, that the whole thing, when, when you would go back into the store, and you ever go back in the store and you say, oh, darn, I forgot to rewind it. And you'd feel like, you know, you'd feel bad. And, 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 but, if, man, if you rewound that thing, you were feeling good about yourself. You were saying, man, I am a kind person. I rewound my videotape. Look at me. Now, T-shirts were made with the words, please be kind, rewind. Kindness uh, uh, became about the courtesy of rewinding a tape. But I want to say to you today that courtesy it is uh, kindness it is much, much more than just being courteous in our lives. There's an improv group out there today called Improv Everywhere. And this group, they do humorous uh, and ridiculous and, and sometimes uh, 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 meaningful uh, flash mobs to entertain people and to bring joy to people. And in doing so, they would send out a kind message, or a message, and one of their improvs was called Welcome Back. It was about doing a random act of kindness, because improv uh, everywhere, they realized, uh, much like we have come to realize, that society today, our culture today, there's not much kindness going around. And so they went to, a, they went to an airport, and, and they were greeting complete strangers at the airport. Watch this. All right, thanks for coming out, guys. Today's mission is called Welcome Back. We're going to show up at the airport, and we're going to pick a random stranger to welcome home from their trip. We'll find a driver who has one of those cards with a name on it, and then go up to him and tell him, perfect, we're here to meet that person, too. Then, very quickly, we're all going to write that person's name on signs using markers. Then we'll all stand together behind a 10-foot Welcome Back banner and wait for them to arrive.
here to welcome back special individuals today. We're just really excited to hear back. what the driver said. He said, that was a very nice thing that you did. You know, and remember when we used to go to the airport and walk in and actually greet people when they came back and have a bowl of some balloons or something, and we, now we go out to the cell phone lot and they call us and we say, okay, get outside and I'll pick you up. <laughs> you know, we've kind of lost that deal of kindness. I remember we'd go on uh, mission trips as a youth group and all the parents were excited to see their kids for about two hours. And they would come to the airport, and they would greet us, and they'd have all these uh, signs, welcome home, and all that. Man, it just felt so awesome, and how kind it was for those people, especially when we lived in Harrisonburg, and they had to drive all the way to Dulles uh, to welcome us home. And so, in a sense, kindness almost has become an improv, I mean, of our culture. We live in a culture of rudeness and self-seeking and self-promotion uh, and self-centeredness. Uh, you know, for example, take the selfie. You know, we, we, uh, nowadays we take selfies. You know, we used to take pictures of other people. <laughs> and today we take pictures of ourselves. And, and, you know, we'll, if we don't like that picture, then we'll hit delete and delete and take another one, you know. And, uh, you know, and we, uh, uh, we go through our picture album. We say, there's me, there's me, there's me, there's me, there's me. <laughs> You know, we used to go through and say, there's grandma, there's my friend Billy, there's this person, there's that person, but now it's me, 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 me. You know, I kind of like to call this the selfie uh, generation, to call this the, 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 the selfie age. You know, because there's so much focus on me, myself, and I that we've lost our focus on others and being kind to others. I mean, how about the kindness? Now, I'm not a political guy, and y'all know that. Never talk about it, but I did watch a little bit of those hearings on the news. Woo! Now, that was a kind, kind hearing, wasn't it? Man, I mean, we, we can turn on the TV, whether it be the news, whether it be confirmation hearings, whether it be sitcoms, no matter what it is, there's no longer a culture of kindness. It's cut each other down. It's lift ourselves up and tear everybody else down, and we live in a selfie age where it's all about us. So what exactly is kindness? There's a lot of definitions that I read this week, but I found uh, uh, three definitions that kind of stuck out in my mind, and uh, the first one was from Philip Keller, who says, kindness involves finding ways to brighten and cheer the lives of others. That's pretty good, isn't it? Stephen Winward writes, kindness includes sympathy, generosity, and benevolence. Now, Rick Warren, he kind of brings the two statements together, and he says, kindness is love and action. Kindness is love and action. You know, I, I believe Rick Warren hits the nail on the head because kindness is much more than this uh, feeling. It's doing something tangible. 
It's love in action, doing something for others. You know, kindness is kind of like the active wear section of your, clo uh, your closet. I mean, some of you may have your closet. I just go through and go, <laughs> you know, but there, if you have that active wear where we put it on when we're going to go play tennis, uh, I wear it when I jog. Um, <laughs> That was back about 47 years ago. Um, but anyway, kindness is kind of the active wear of our, our, uh, of our wardrobe as Christians. You know, it's, uh, Christians put it on. We actually dress for action when we're showing kindness and when we live for Jesus. But it's important that we don't confuse kindness with niceness. Uh, Barry Corey said this. It's kind of long, but I really like this statement. He said, on the other, and on the other hand, there is the way of niceness. Whereas aggression has a firm center and hard edges, niceness has soft edges and a spongy center. Niceness may be pleasant, but it lacks conviction. It has no soul. Niceness trims its sails it uh, trims its sails to prevailing culture, cultural winds and wanders aimlessly. Niceness stands for nothing and therefore falls for everything. Kindness is certainly not aggression, but it's also not niceness. You see, niceness is cosmetic. It's bland. They're not the same. Uh, kindness and, and, and niceness are not the same, and they never were and never will be. You see, kindness is neither timid nor frail, as niceness can be so easily. You know, and that, I think that's a good, good definition of, of that. Kindness or niceness may be keeping somebody on the job because you just like them and you want to keep them around. But kindness may be letting that person go because it would be best for them Amen. to find a job that they would be better suited for. You know, I, I think that uh, I think kindness uh, sometimes can be manipulative. We can use kindness to manipulate others. We, we're kind to people because we want to get something for them or they can do something for us. I'm sure there have been times in my life, no doubt, I know there has been, where I have used, I have manipulated uh, others with niceness. Now, the early church understood the difference between niceness and kindness. And, it, and it's really important that we understand that, and I hope I've helped you understand it. But in fact, the early church, they tell us, was so kind when it began in the days of the Roman Empire that non-Christians uh, often assumed that the early church uh, who made up this new religion were simply people who believed in kindness. They didn't, they didn't understand. They were so kind that people didn't really understand then that they were uh, that they were followers of Jesus Christ, that they were believers in Jesus Christ. They just thought they were a kind people and that was kind of their new religion. They didn't understand that they were kind because they understood the kindness of Jesus Christ, that God had so uh, loved them that he gave his life for them and he died on the cross and he now lived within them and they were kind people because they understood that. Well, the truth is, I believe that anyone who follows Jesus as the early church did must learn to wear kindness. We must learn to be kindness. The truth is, and this is a little harsh, but I really believe it to be true by Scripture. The truth is, real followers of Christ, we are called to the ministry of kindness. All of us in this room, if we are believers in Jesus Christ, I believe we're called to show kindness to our world. 
that, that we all have a ministry of kindness. Actually, I'm not sure you can call yourself a Christ follower and not be kind. I'm not sure. Because Paul said in Galatians 5.22 that one of the virtues of a believer in Jesus Christ is kindness. He says, but the fruit of the Spirit, that is the Spirit that lives in us, is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and fullness. Now, what I'm trying to say there is when you became a Christian, when you invited Jesus Christ to be your Savior and you invited him into your life, Jesus Christ, God himself, moved into our lives through the power of the Holy Spirit, and he took up he's taken up residence in our lives. And when we have the Spirit living in us, we have the fruit of the Spirit living in us, and that is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. And so therefore, as believers, there is the power of kindness lives in our lives. Now, if you still doubt that, that we're called to be kind as believers, check out the, uh, Jesus' description of the judgment day. It's in Matthew. It's found in uh, chapter 25, verse 31 through 47. And I, I didn't put that in your notes or do any of that today because it's kind of long and I was hoping not to be so long today. He said that on that day, the day of judgment, uh, we will be pub publicly recognized as on how kind we are to others. We'll be judged as to whether or not we dressed up in the grace of kindness. You ever thought about that? It's a fruit of the Spirit. And Jesus said we will be celebrated for the times that we gave the thirsty something to drink. He said he would put the sheep on the right side, and those are the ones that were kind, and the goats on the, on the right side, and they're the ones that were not kind. He said celebrate it. we'll be celebrated for the times we gave the thirsty something to drink, the time we clothed those without clothing, we gave food to the hungry, and we visited those in prison. Now on the flip side, we're called, uh, we'll be called out on the day of judgment for the times we failed to be kind. We'll be called out for the times that we failed to be kind with our coworkers. We'll be called out for the times that we failed to be kind to our spouse or kind to our children or, or kind to that person in traffic, not the kind that flips them off, but the kind that's kind to someone and actually allows them to go in. You know, don't you just love this guy that you see way back in your rearview mirror and you put on your signal and he goes, <laughs> speeds up. I notice that a lot. And uh, I just flip them off and move on, but uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, okay? <laughs> on the flip side, we'll be called out for the times we failed to be kind, where we failed to act, where we failed to show our love to the least of these. So, so this is a pretty big deal when you say love in action, kindness is the heart of Christianity and a major part of our wardrobe. It's an essential part of the believer's dress code. It is non-negotiable. You can't say, well, I'm not going to be kind and say that you're a believer in Jesus Christ. It's non-negotiable when it comes to being like Jesus and dressing as him. Now, unlike compassion, Rich spoke on compassion last week. and Didn't he do a great job? And, uh, and, uh, we, he had these specific verses because I give him the easy messages. But anyway, <laughs> we don't have these specific verses that say Jesus was kind. You know, we, we don't have a story that says, so Jesus being kind or blessed are the kind. 
In reality, though, most every story about Jesus, you can, if you read it, you can spot his kindness in that story. You see, Jesus' life was characterized by kindness. In John 2, his first miracle was an act of kindness. He turned water into wine. Why? Because he wanted to save that young couple from the embarrassment of running out of wine uh, in, at the reception. In Luke 5, a leper tells Jesus, if you're willing, you can make me clean. And Jesus said, hey dude, I am willing. And he made him clean. And then in Luke 13, we read where Jesus heals a woman on the Sabbath. Oh no, not on the Sabbath. And, and he calls out those who, who thought it was a sin. Pointing out that the religious hypocrites show more kindness to their ox in the ditch than they do to a woman bound by Satan. In Luke 18, we can listen to the blind man sitting in the marketplace yelling, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy on me. And we can just see Jesus respond by restoring the blind man's sight. If we went to Luke chapter 22 at Jesus' arrest, Jesus before his own crucifixion, we see Jesus reattach the ear of Malchus the slave of the high priest. You see, after Peter sliced the, his ear off with a sword, Jesus reached down into the dirt and reattached his ears. What a kind thing to do. You know, I mean, here these are there to arrest him on false charges. They're there surrounding him. Peter slices his ear off. And if I was Jesus, I'd have probably said, way to go, Peter. <laughs> way to go, man. I don't know if I'd have reached down. But what a kind thing to do was to reattach his ear. John 8, which, by the way, is one of my favorite miracles in the whole Bible and one of my favorite stories, I mean, in the whole Bible, Jesus comes to rescue the woman caught in adultery, telling the crowd, hey, throw a stone. He who has no sin, throw the first stone. He who is without sin, cast the first stone. What I'm trying to point out is that, that it's not hard to spot kindness, the kindness of Jesus. No, like I said, no verse specifically says that he was kind, but his kindness is evident as you read the Bible. So, if we ignore the kindness of Jesus, we may not truly understand who he is and his dress code. Now, while Jesus didn't speak directly about kindness, the Apostle Paul speaks often about the kindness of Jesus. I picked out two. And one is in Ephesians 2, 7. He says, the incomparable riches of God's grace were expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Jesus was kind to us. It says in Titus 3, 4, when the kindness and love of our Savior appeared, he saved us. We deserve hell. You know that, right? If, you, if you're here today, because of our sins, that we, we deserve hell. We deserve eternal punishment because we're sinners. But when the kindness and love of our God and Savior, Jesus, came and appeared on earth and moved into our neighborhood with clothes on, he saved us. He saved us from that eternal destiny of life separated from God. Not because of the righteous things we have done. Our righteousness is like filthy rags. You do know that, right? Not because we were righteous, but because of his mercy, because of his kindness, because of his love toward us. In reality, Jesus brought color to our lives with kindness. You see, we, lo we once lived in darkness we once lived in darkness, hid from the real things of life and eternity. And, and, and we lived in darkness, but because of Christ's kindness to us, we now live in the brilliant color 
of his light. Therefore, Jesus calls you and I to dress in kindness, selfless, humble, vulnerable, open, risky, and faithful kind of kindness. Now, he has called us to an extraordinary kindness, but Bill Hybels, who went through some of these difficulties of his own, in one of his books he wrote, with kindness you can lift up sad, you can lift sad people up. With kindness you can cool angry people down. So the next time you're in a heated argument with your spouse, try a little kindness. You know, when, when, uh, with kindness you can bridge racial, ethnic, socio-economic, socio and gender chasms. He says, with kindness you can lower someone's stress or reduce someone's fear. Folks, I'm here to say to you, Christ-like kindness is an incredibly powerful thing in our world. It's lacking in our world. And when you and I as believers in Jesus Christ, we come along and we live our life in kindness and we do the opposite and we treat people the opposite of how uh, the world treats each other, we stand out in a world and it's a powerful thing in the lives of non-believers. Christ-like kindness can even lead someone to faith in Jesus Christ. You see, when we dress in kindness, we believe you're fulfilling our mission here at Salem Fields Community Church, and that's to share real hope with the world around us. As Romans 2.4 says, God's kindness leads toward repentance. It also colors our world. Watch this.
You know, when people in our world are walking around with no color, I mean, they're drooping, they're hurting, they're going through difficult times. And when we come along in their lives and we're, we have the color of Christ's love and kindness living in our hearts, we color our world. Our canvas is Spotsylvania County and the region around us. You know there are 60,000 people that live within six miles of our church that do not go to church, that may never go to church. They may never go to church and they may never know Jesus Christ unless you and I, as believers in Jesus Christ, who are so grateful for the kindness of our Lord Savior, Jesus Christ, that we're willing to go into our world and show a little kindness and color our world. You know, I think uh, if, you're, if you go to Salem Fields and this is your church, whether you're online or here, uh, I think uh, I want to call Salem Fields Community Church to do as Glenn Campbell, the late uh, Glenn, Glenn Campbell sang, and try a little kindness this week. I want us to color Spotsylvania County this week and the surrounding area with a whole lot of kindness. Here's what I want you to do. You got these little cards in your program, right? Got them in there? Right, buddy. We got them. Right? Oh, yeah, we got them. Okay, yeah, yeah, buddy, we got them. All right. We got these little cards in our program, and what we want you to do this weekend, this week, is we want you to help us at Salem Fields Community Church to color our canvas with kindness. And there's all kinds of different colors of cards in your in the programs. And what we want you to do is you do an act of kindness this week. Just want you to put it down here, okay? Just write it on this card. And what we're going to do next week is we're going to come back with these cards and we're going to pin them, staple them, do something to get them on this board and we're going to color our world with kindness. And you know, I, I said to Colin, I need something to do this with and he did a great job, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he did. Colin always, always takes it, the vision, and takes it just a little bit further. This thing cost $2,000, but we got a board up here. It didn't. I said 800 in the first service, and somebody came and said, did that thing cost $800? No, it cost 170 I don't know what it cost. <laughs> but anyway, we want you to help. We want to color our world with kindness. Let me tell you about a church. There's a church out, and I think it was in the Midwest. I wish I could remember. I didn't have it in my notes because I wasn't planning to say it, but I've said it in all three services now. They started a church. They had 10 or 20 people, much like Smithfield. Do you know what their mission statement was? show a little kindness. That's all they did. That's all they do today is they show a little kindness. Their church grew to 7,000 people because they showed a little kindness. You know, there's nothing more that I'd want, that Gay and I'd want, than for our church to grow. But I got to tell you, I don't care where people go to church. If we're showing kindness and they say, wow, that person's got something I want, I don't care where they go to church if they find Jesus. You know, God called us to reach 60,000 people with six miles of this church. That doesn't mean they have to all come here, right? We wouldn't know what to do with them if they did come here. I'd probably retire today. <laughs> but really, seriously, kindness is so powerful. Will you join, join us in doing that this week? Just, I don't want to come back and we got four or five cards on that board next week. Because I believe God wants to start a movement through Salem Fields Community Church, a movement of kindness in an unkind world. And I'm as serious as I can be about that. Let's color our community with kindness. 
And this week I challenge you to do share kindness with others and just see that your life will become a little happier and it'll have a whole lot more color in it. You see, kindness is a powerful thing. I'm home yesterday and I'm trying to hammer out this message. I was as late to getting a message done this week than ever before. And it's Saturday about 1 o'clock and I just, I've had kind of a distant, kind of a dumb, crazy week and just trying to sort things out in my life. And, and I, I was out in the driveway and my phone rang and it was my, my cousin from Ohio, Gay's cousin, my cousin, our, one of my best friends, Danny. And he said, buddy, he said, I, I just want, I called to tell you today, I just appreciate you so much. I can't tell you how powerful that was in my life. But not only that, he said, you know that driver you envied when we were playing golf? He said, there'll be one at your house on Tuesday. I'm telling you, I went back in the house and I finished the sermon. That's how powerful it can change our lives. Kindness can change the life of somebody. Kindness is so powerful. It's a world-changing kind of thing. I, I tell you, we're changing the world. Just go talk to James and Charity. You know them. They've been here several times or at least a couple times. And they're doing a ministry there, Salem Fields in Nigeria. And they're doing ministry. They don't have a building. They're trying like crazy to finish it. They need 85000 or 100000 or something to finish it. But they're doing it anyway. They're doing it in their house. they got a tent up where they have people come to their house and they share the gospel good news with children and students and adults. They've got two soccer teams. We've got four water wells there. I've got to tell you, if you don't want to do anything else, go to Nigeria and go to James and Charity's house at 5 o'clock in the evening when they turn the water pumps on. And people, kids, come to there. And they come there kind of gloomy and they get there with the bucket on their head and they fill that thing with water. And those that have been there, they've seen them dance. They've seen kids literally dance with clean water. Just a little bit of kindness, $1,700 a month. And i got to be honest with you, sometimes it's hard to send that. And then there's India with Manu and his family. What a great, great family. And they called me this week on Google Duo, and I didn't even realize I hardly had Google Duo. And <laughs> they called me. And we prayed together, and they shared with me what the kindness of you, the people of Salem Fields Community Church is making in their ministry. This week, some good people in our church gave $1,000 or something to India, and we sent it to them, and I said, Manu, please buy your family something. And they bought food for themselves. Never done that before. They've always spent it all on their ministry, but they didn't spend it all on themselves. They've traveled, they've bought Bibles, they've bought blankets, they've done things for lepers. They are doing a tremendous thing, and he tells me, glory to God for the kindness of Salem Fields Community <laughs> Church. They had just delivered, we'd sent them a little money they, just last week or two, and they bought Bibles, and they took them out to a place, and they shared and gave them a Bible in their own language. That's a big deal. We take it for granted. And each one of those Bibles are stamped Salem Fields Community Church. They even send the invoices about what they've spent. But our kindness is world changing and your kindness is changing our world. And I just want us to do this week, show a little kindness in our community and color our world. Plus kindness takes guts, especially when you have to show kindness to people who are unkind to us. We have the power of kindness living in us to make a positive difference in our community and color our world. And by the way, we reap what we sow.
If we sow kindness, we'll reap a whole lot of kindness. Amen. Father, we thank you for our gathering today. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Father, for the truth of your word. We thank you, Lord, that Salem Fields Community Church has historically been a kind church. And God, we, wanna, we believe that you're calling us. I believe, God, that you're calling us to start a movement of kindness. God, help us this week to color our world with kindness. That we would call on the power of the Holy Spirit to be kind to the people around us. Kind to the people, first of all, in our families. God, and then our uh, workplaces, and our, our community at Walmart traffic, wherever we find ourselves this week, Lord, dealing with people, help us to show a little kindness. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Now, what we're going to do, and I know we're a little over, but that's okay. It's raining outside. Redskins don't play to 430. What the heck? <laughs> Gay, Gay turned me on to this song. Uh, it's uh, Dream Small by Josh Wilson. I'd never heard it. She said, you ever heard that song, Dream Small? And then I, I heard it one day on on the radio, and I started listening to it, and I thought, wow, that's what acts of kindness are. It's when we dream small. It's not something big we have to do, although if we do, we do, but it's dreaming small. What can I do this week as a small, random act of kindness? And as Rich sings this song for us today, could you just kind of reflect, just take a few moments during the song, and then the Liberty Group's going to come out, we're going to worship in closing. But could we just, could you just reflect and say, God, Help me to be kind and call on the Holy Spirit this week to manifest in you that spirit of kindness that lives in you, the powerful spirit of kindness. Okay, Rich. It's mama singing songs about the Lord. It's a daddy's friend and family time, the world he cannot afford. It's these simple moments can change the world. It's a pastor at a tiny little church Forty years of loving on the broken and the hurt These simple moments can change the world So dream small Don't bother like you gotta do it all So let Jesus use you where you are one day at a time and live well Loving God and others as yourself Find little ways where only you can help With His great love A tiny rock can make a giant fall So dream small It's visiting the widow down the street Dancing on a Friday with your friend with special needs These simple moments can change the world Of course there's nothing wrong with bigger dreams Just don't miss the minutes on your way to bigger things Cause these simple moments can change the world So dream small, don't bother like you gotta do it all. So let Jesus use you where you are, one day at a time and live well. 
Loving God and others as yourself Find little ways where only you can help With his great love A tiny rock can make a giant fall So dream small Keep loving, keep serving Keep listening, keep learning Keep praying, keep hoping Keep seeking, keep searching Out of these small things and watch them grow bigger God does all the things He makes oceans from rivers So dream small Don't bother like you gotta do it all Just let Jesus use you where you are One day at a time and live well Loving God and others as you serve Find little ways we only you can help With his great love A tiny rock can make a giant fall If five loaves and two fish can feed them all So dream small You dream small You know, I, I was thinking as, I don't want to belabor this thing, but I just was thinking as that song began, said the pastor that's ministered for 40 years and loved on people. You know, a lot of churches, most churches are small churches. Really, uh, I think the average size church in America is like 60 or 70 people. And I was just thinking, wouldn't it be awesome for this pastor that's been in this small church? Wouldn't it be awesome that he's been struggling He's, you know, he's been loving on people, but really just hasn't had people come and visit. I mean, there's nothing more encouraging to a pastor than guests that come to their church. I can tell you that. Been doing this for a long time. And I was just thinking, wouldn't it be awesome because of our random act of kindness? It's just somehow 10, 20 people would go to a small church. Man, would that color the world of that pastor in that church who has labored and done all they can and beat themselves up? I'm telling you, pastors beat themselves up. And I just think, man, we can change our world with kindness. And so let's do that this week, okay? Will you, will you join us in doing that? And next week, bring those little cards back, and we'll pin them on there and see what God's going to do, okay? If you need to know Christ as your personal Savior and you've never received the kindness of Christ, there's a little table out there that says accepted Christ. If you stop there, they'll talk about that and help you find a relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, got this group back. Aren't they good? Uh, Not only are they young, they're good looking, aren't they? <laughs> and we got one of our own, Christina. Yeah. And we're so proud of Christina and all these young people that are serving the Lord and worshiping and sharing the gospel around the world. I was talking to their bus driver this morning. He's a kind old guy. Uh, I don't know if he's old. He's retired, so that makes us old. <laughs> but he looks a little bit like Santa Claus, you'll see. And he's the nicest guy. And kind. And he told me about this group, and they travel every weekend. They travel every weekend. I'm thinking, wow, that's incredible. Now, they're young. Thank God for that. <laughs> but not only that, they have to keep their grades up. They have to probably make A's. I've never made an A in my life, so I don't know. <laughs> and, and they have to do that. And they have to study and do all that, and they travel around. And they got a pretty nice little bus out there, i got to say that. <laughs> but... I want to take a love offering for them, okay? I want to take a big old love offering for them. 
So if you want to give today this offering, we're going to pass the buckets around, and we're going to, you can put a, a couple hundred dollars in there, or ten dollars, or a dollar, or something in there. You can write a check to Salem Fields, we'll make sure they get it. Uh, you can go on your app, our new app. You know, the old app's no good. We got a new app, and every one of you have downloaded it by now. And you can go right on there and give. And uh, you can go out to the kiosks, you can give with a check or a credit card. And if you're online, all you got to do is push that little button. That's up there green, and you can give as well. So let's give us unto the Lord, give with a cheerful heart, and let's bless this group and show a little kindness and love to them. Visit them out at the table. But Christina, come on up here, girl. I want you to pray for us. I want to hug you first. <laughs> Buddy. Pray for us. Dear Lord, we just thank you so much for being Lord, for being um, so sovereign through every circumstance, every situation. Lord, thank you for the word that you gave to Pastor Buddy, Lord. Just a reminder that we are to reflect you, that we are to look like you, that the definition of being a Christian is being a Christ follower. And so, Lord, I just pray that hearts were stirred and empowered by your spirit to dress in kindness, to show grace, to show love, to show mercy. Lord, you've called us to embrace what you've given us and to extend it to those around us. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would empower every single person in this room to rid themselves of any pride and selfishness. Lord, may our lives never rob you of your glory. You are so worthy of your glory, Jesus. So may we as the body of Christ, be empowered by the Spirit to reflect the Son, Lord. May we look like you in everything we say and everything we do. In Jesus' name, amen.
to us today. You brought Jesus and uh, we appreciate that. I'm so glad he's a good, good father, aren't you? So let's go be kind because he was so good to us this week. Hey, you can also give on your brand new Salem Fields app that everyone has by now. God bless you. Have a great day.